case the prop department didn't want it, there's yeah, a bad couple of coffee right uh, here. No yeah, logos. No logos, yeah. Or did. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to an episode of the Walk and Love Show. I'm your host, TJ Macedas. Excited to be here and excited to be with Come my on. friend, Levi Lesko. So good. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, you can tell that we're not in our normal location. We're in beautiful, snowy Pittsburgh in April because Levi's Snow's coming down. Passion yep. tonight. Passion Worship Nights, Amplified Church. We're pumped yep. up. Excited. Matt and I are going. We're excited to be going. You're the author of Through the Eyes of a Lion, Swipe Right. Coming soon. I can't remember right now. It, it's, it's four syllables. I, 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 Imagine you're playing cards with grandma. Your turn. My turn. Game over. I declare do, war. There you there go. Is. Okay. I declare war. Coming October. October 30th. Yeah. Pastor of Fresh Life Church in Montana. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so, so much for being here. It's a great here. joy. Yeah. I, I love what you guys do with Versely and Walk in Love and I literally never see one of my children not at some nice. point in your gear. So it is, it is how that's I raise them. If I ever saw them not in it, I right. wouldn't even know they were mine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. That's good. That's good. We want that culturally to be the way your family sure. operates. Um, so we, um, we do this show where we kind of ask uh, leaders, entrepreneurs questions from our audience. Awesome. Um, but I have a few questions first since I'm a big fan. And, Let's go. Um, and it's your anniversary. Yesterday was Jenny and I's 14-year anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, we have a lot of people in that sort of early marriage range that follow us. What is your piece of practical marriage advice? And then Brooke wanted to know what your go-to date night is after 14 years. So don't do what we did last night. Whereas I was in Minneapolis airport with my daughter and my wife was in Montana. That's not how you get a classy, you know. But before you start hating me or unfollow or turn off this video. I did take her to Hamilton okay. a couple nice. weeks before, got tickets, went to Broadway, saw the whole thing, blew her away. So the Minneapolis separation was, was not my yeah, finest hour. Right. Um, but uh, so practical marriage advice, um, I would say this, um, whatever you feel the least like doing in your marriage is probably exactly what you need to do. Mm. In, and whatever, at times, when you feel your temper going or whatever, whatever you feel like saying is usually not the thing to say. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was probably like whatever. Go with, follow your heart. Go with your instincts. I would say counter that <laughs> most of the time. Just do whatever you right. feel the opposite of yeah. doing, and you're usually good. That's uh, good. That's good. And I say that kidding, but literally right. there are moments where yeah. you just you, you the last like thing you want to do is forgive. Back and, and, yeah. and we just are all so selfish, yeah. you know, and it gets in the way. So then, and as far as Brooke. Um, Jenny and I love, 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 love this um, lounge at our favorite restaurant. We've discovered it recently. You don't have to have a reservation. You can go to the lounge, and they serve the entire dinner menu at the, at the bar. And we discovered this the other day, so we don't have to have the stuffy weight courses. Yep. We sent couches, and that's been our thing nice. lately. We really nice. like that. Yeah. Our thing right now with young kids is put them all to bed. I go get sushi. You win. Everybody wins. Yeah. Why does it always involve food? It's yeah. always involves food, and like for us, it's like when the kids are down, you're just like, oh, I made it. We yeah. made it through another day. For we, sure. You know, um, that's good. And then our big inside joke is, on our date nights, I, I always at some point in the night just say, "How are we doing?" Right. And just trying to not yep. says, "How are you doing?" or "How right. I'm doing?" But how are we? Right. Like treating our, our relationship as an entity yep. has that's kind of good. been helpful. When we when Brooke and I used to shoot weddings, people used to ask us, "What's your go-to marriage advice?" And I would say, "Well, it's really weird, but have someone be in charge of the laundry and someone be in charge of the dishes. It's awesome. Separate." And so for the first five years of marriage, Brooke 
only ever did dishes and I only ever did laundry because we each hated doing the other thing. Right. But then when I wanted to like really wow or impress her, I'd jump over into dish world and Come suffer on. through yep. you know, 10 minutes of dishes. Absolutely. Which is the worst. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. I'd way rather do laundry than dishes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same here. Same here. Um, so you pastor Fresh Life Church in Montana. Yep. You do not seem like the Montana type person. Well, this is Justin Timberlake, but man, he <laughs> right, surprised yeah, he's, us he's all. He's going straight Montana. supply yai <laughs> um, So how did you end up there? I don't, yeah. I don't know the story because sure. I kind of jumped in yeah, yeah. after you guys were sort of established totally. there. How did you end up in Montana? So, and how do you not have a mustache already? Yeah, you know, that's a really fair <laughs> question. Uh, Jenny grew up in California. I grew up in Colorado. Okay. And Colorado and Montana are pretty similar, mountainous. Okay. I'm, I, I grew up snowboarding and skiing okay. on mountains. Right. And so from that perspective, like I love that mountain culture mm -hmm. life. That's just feels very much like home to me. See, like I would have guessed you grew up in California. I, my, my wife jokes that I was California at heart. Right. And I always thought I'd end up there. Uh -huh. And we did move there. I went to Bible college there. Jen and I got married and quickly after moved there and pastored there for a bit. But um, God just put in our heart a desire to church plant. And um, specifically, uh, in Montana, this kind of this ridiculous yeah. dream right. that became like a splinter in our minds that we right. couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. So we finally decided, honestly, this is how, how it was. It was like, let's just, just try it. So at least we can get it out of our system and we'll go, we told God, we'll give you five years. We'll you know, just right. go. If, if we're not seeing it happen, we'll, we'll, we'll go right. to somebody else. You know, I don't think anything, we, any of us should feel so permanent in the will of God right. necessarily. A lot of people come like, right, we'll, we'll serve with you forever. I'm like, how about just right, right now? Yeah, just, you know? yeah, just, yeah, I think right. we, Paul did. He just he just go around telling mm -hmm. people about Jesus, and I think you just do what you do. But um, yeah, after five years, we had seen a couple thousand people give their lives to Jesus, and we right. were literally like shocked, like big eyes, yeah. like, well, I think God might be in yeah. it. You know? yeah. <laughs> I think he might be involved a little yeah, bit. We were surprised and delighted, and so we've been there ever and since. And now it's yeah. like, let me see if I can get a cow spell. Oh, my gosh. Whitefish. Billings. Yes, sir. At Salt Lake City. That's new. very impressive. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, Portland. That is the newest um, besides Jackson. I feel, like the, I feel like there's another one in Montana that I'm missing. There's a couple. Okay. There's 12 altogether. Okay, wow. Yeah, but, so I'm missing. But huge. First of all, most people say uh, doubt Kalispell, how to spell it. They, they'll, yeah. they'll be like Kalispell. Yeah. So you cr crush that. Billings, great. Um, we have Helena. Okay. Butte. Great Falls. Missoula. Bozeman, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It is a fun yeah. one. But you know what's funny? Anyone I bring over from Europe, they always say Helena, not Helena. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't don't you want to not die and go to Heli <laughs> yeah. Helena? That's awesome. All right, well, so now we have some questions from our audience. Let's go. Uh, they submit them on Instagram. Um, so we're going to get to those. So question from at mother of three daughters. I think she's probably got three Is that her handle? That's her handle. How do you make sure you're keeping a good family church work balance? And so I would say that's a question that we get for almost anybody we have on the show. Because Absolutely. I think it's something that people really struggle with. It's where life's at, yeah. So how do you I think um, you balance your yeses with your noes. And just like with your money, you spend your yeses first. Mm -hmm. And then the problem we get into, like let's say financially, like for, for, for me, when, when God blesses us, if I got $100, mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of yeses I would want to put on that, right? Mm-hmm. I may, I may want to, you know, buy something on Amazon right. or a movie, but my most important yes sure. is okay. honoring God. Whatever. A walk in love yeah, shirt. Whatever. I mean, yes. Whatever. Shop. Yeah. Yes. That's Just what I meant. Out some really I meant after Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before Amazon. So 
But if I don't give to God first, mm -hmm. there might not be anything for him. And so I always want to give God his piece of pie first. So if there's not enough for Amazon or Apple, so be it. I'll figure that out. But I'm, I'm going to give to God first. Yeah. So with balancing time, I do the same thing. Okay. Um, my most important yes was this morning, my, my devotional time. Yeah. Uh, the Friday family day, sacred. So I may be in Pittsburgh or whatever, but... Um, and this week's an exception because we just got back from family vacation. Mm -hmm. So we just literally had 11 days together. Nice. No phone, no email, didn't work, nothing. Wow. Just family. Snow cones and sandcastles, you know? Nice. And um, so the Friday family day to me is, is just how I say yes to my family so that I'm, I'm not letting the whole world in and then losing my family on the way. So I guess that to, to, the appearances from the, from the outside in might be different, but... I, I very much fight to try and keep that, you know, rigidly in place. That's really good. Date nights, family days, you yep. know? Yep, that's good. Good, good, good. Okay, question number two from Allison Rehum. It what, might be Rehume. Um It might not be. What if, really I should, she asks there's, a lot of questions, so I should, no way I should to probably know. figure out how to Let's get it. her on the podcast. Um, what is your favorite sermon you'd, you've ever preached Whoa. and why? I can tell you mine that you've ever preached. I'd love to hear that. Grace, Grace. Come on. Like... So you, so I listened to that. I started. I was driving to Starbucks, yeah, and I was uh, listening to it. And by the time I got to Starbucks, you were like at the finale, and I'm like, "Well, take a nice And she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm okay." Oh, I love that. Um, but that just like that being spiritual early adopters and like proclaiming what's to come has just been. And how that was tied into the tied building, into our building and our yeah. business and our. It's just been like I've uh, probably listened to it five or six times. So good. So that's really, really, really special that that touches you so much because it. There's some that you preach that are just like. I mean, it's always God's word. Right. It's always going to be without error and powerful. But there are some that you God gives you along the way that you're like ah that was, there was something really special yeah. on that and I felt that way about that message and. Um, Part of the, the the goose, the goose story with the walking path, mm -hmm. yep. and uh, and some of that made it into the new book. Okay, so nice. that's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. So is that one of them for you? Oh gosh, yeah, I, now I have to answer you. the question. I mean, I answered it, but the I, 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 that's such a hard. It's like which one right. of your kids do you like more? Right. Yeah, Olivia, because she's <laughs> off camera right now, you know. But um, uh, sermons I've ever preached. I mean, it's hard to compare anything to through the eyes of a lion. Right. Just because uh, that's so visceral yep. with our our, our, mm -hmm. our family, mm -hmm. so I guess I would have to call that one. Um, cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, question number three from McKinley Waldman. This is a good. This is a really good question. What advice would you give to young leaders who are looking to help break the negative stigma of the millennial generation and impact the kingdom? That's so good. And you, I, you know, I've heard you preach a lot, and you're often trying to defend or not defend, but encourage millennials because everybody's like sure. they're the worst they're the worst why are they the so dumb yeah yeah well i think yeah what what you're saying is you know no one gets to pick the age they were born in right so to be mad at the millennials because they had like they didn't get no one went to the womb was like hey would you like to be born in 87 right. it's like uh yeah. sure right. yeah no I, i'll pick to be the greatest generation yeah you know what i mean but but i think uh my my encouragement would be you know whatever the norms are uh lean like train hard to compensate. So I broke my leg. And after I went through physical therapy, they said, do more weight on the side that's weak. Right. So whatever your unguarded, um, whatever your weakness is, make sure you fight to compensate, lift more on that side. Mm -hmm. uh, so what do they say? Millennials are, are um, entitled. Mm -hmm. They say that they, they, they can't uh, keep a job for more than right. two years. 
whatever, uh, they, they don't have the attention span, they can't get off their cell phone. So right. whatever those things are, just know that those are gonna right. be assumed about you and, and, and fight hard to train right. on that so side of your body. Appreciative and, and yeah. Exactly, yeah, be, the, be the last person they see yeah. on the phone. Yep. Have you seen that Simon Sinek interview where uh -huh. he talks about yep. like pre-meetings, don't yep. be on your phone? I just think that's brilliant, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, question number four. And I'm convicted by it highly. Yeah, yeah I, right? Yeah, I yeah. sold Matt I was like, are you, I was joking when we were leaving to come here. I was like, you're going to leave your phone, right? You don't need it. Like, yeah. you never need them. And he was yeah. like, I can't tell if you're serious. And I'm like, of course I'm not. Of course we need, you know, I feel like we need them all the time. Yep. Um, question number four from A underscore Bradley five. If you want to get fired up by someone preaching, who are hmm. two to three people that you go to for that? Okay, so Pastor Stephen Furtick. Uh, I, I love Pastor Jensen Franklin okay. a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Fired up. Uh, nothing's gonna fire you up like Pastor John Gray. I mean, that yeah, guy. Yeah. He'll take it yeah. to the to the oct octaves above yeah. what's above um, what I listen to on a regular basis. In in addition to those voices, um, I love Pastor Tim Keller. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's not much he's I've not ever much heard. He's not much of a fire upper. He's more just like I'm the smartest man. He's that's ever more lived. like <laughs> listening to C.S. Lewis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Fired up though eventually because like as yeah. stuff sticks right. to your brain. Yeah. I mean, Pastor Louis Giglio, who I'm yeah. here in the city with similar i mean he, he'll fire you up but it that you're getting stuff out of it that you're like thinking about for weeks right. and he's like a mad scientist yeah. you know what i mean you're like oh yeah. how did you know that and uh -huh. how do you know all the stars and <laughs> right. how are you friends with all the astronauts you know? how are you friends with all the astronauts so good sure um, so my last question comes from the amazing brooke courtney who i married um she wants to know and this is a question we get a lot on the t-shirt side how do you come up with sermon series message art Etc. Like, yeah. how do you guys sort of like build out that creative element that you release then in, in a big way? So we get that like when we do collections. Like, sure. How'd you come up with that idea? So like, yep. You know, uh -huh. speak into that. A little so bit. I would say the biggest thing is to never rely on your memory, because we might be in a conversation. You might say something. And I'm like, ah, there's something on that phrase. Yeah. There's something on that statement. I'm gonna do a series coming up here uh, called Up and Smoke. Okay. Up and Smoke. It's all the smoke stories in the Bible. Nice. Not all of them. Right. I mean, there's just 50,000 of them, but like some of the significant ones. And um, one of my favorite messages that I'm writing for that series, that this won't be till after Mother's Day, mm -hmm. so you just promise you won't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, or steal it, preach it, yeah. like get it all over YouTube, uh, is Peter's restoration. I feel like this would have been so good to like have a smoke bomb to then leave this interview. Oh, but... that would be dope. Can we do that in CGI? Yeah. Get that in post. Um, <laughs> Peter gets uh, restored by a campfire just like he denied Jesus by fire. So the smell of smoke was in his nostrils as he denied Jesus and as he restored him. And I think Jesus wanted him to always associate the smoke with the restoration and not the failure. Wow. So, but that came from a bad season of fires in our city and all over the country, Portland, right. you know? Okay. And I was like, gosh, smoke's so terrible. And then I was just, you know, as I was praying for people who were afflict, afflicted by these fires, right. I got to thinking about, well, is there anything good of smoke? And then I started to think about like how the Bible says God looks at worship as a sweet smelling aroma, like a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. That's the smell of a barbecue. Right. And so anyhow, I'm like, let's let's get ahead of it and talk about up and smoke in a good way. Up and smoke. Right. So, you know, I just always yeah. write crap down. Yeah. Evernote, notepad. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and when you think you're going to remember it, you won't. Right. And a little phrase like that, like literally, I, t I said this to something to my creative director about Up and Smoke, and just the other day, she's like, yeah, didn't you say you're going to Up and Smoke? I'm like, what did I say about it? Like, I couldn't, I yeah, couldn't remember right. it. And she was telling me back stuff I said to her, and I'm like, 
can you email me that? You know, that's great. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they ask us this question about shirts and collections, it's like, I think they want like a, well, do it this way, bam, bam, bam. And it's just not the way connectivity yeah. works. Like, I always tell this story about like, we shot some photos in Southern California. We started with this idea that we just wanted to shoot on the beach. And then we went back and back and back and salt and light came out. Like, yeah. and, that, and so, yeah. but it's cool to hear other people. What's the most uh, popular shirt you've ever done um so the most popular shirt we've ever done like how i just took your job is uh is the iron sharpens iron shirt okay so that one we did as a fundraiser for an organization called men of iron they do one-on-one -on -one mentorship so i actually just graduated men of iron congratulations yeah. so i was with a mentor for a year we met every two weeks was he like uh, a business leader because uh, you're more entrepreneur life, yeah marriage like we talked about it all and then i also had a protege as well so i was kind of going i was on both ends of it but yeah every two weeks for a year um, same guy. Yeah, same guy. Wow. Yeah. He's a super uh, successful dude. Yeah, super successful dude. Wow. And just like wise and total, like we have different personalities. I'm more out, like more goofy and, and he's really more serious, but it worked out really well. Um, but yeah, that Iron Sharpens Iron Sharp because it, it, we did the fundraiser. We sold so many of for the fundraiser and it was just out there in the masses. People are like, and where then, the heck that come from? And then from? like yeah. Tim Tebow showed up in it. Russell Wilson showed up in it. Steph Curry showed up in it. Not, just not like, terrible. Yeah. And yeah. then just recently Chris Pratt showed up in it. And I'm like, you know, it's only God. Like, it's yep. crazy. But, um, but that's the most popular shirt. Probably not one of my favorites. And what like, would be number two? Number two would probably just be the original Walk and Love. Yeah, okay. Just because we sell it so frequently and sure. often. Um, we also have had a lot of anything that says choose joy um, is always really popular. I like that Grace Grace one. Yeah. I think that one's dope. Yeah. One of my favorites. That's awesome. You have some ridiculous stuff. Yeah. It's beautiful. Thanks, yeah, man. it's awesome. Well, so at the end of the show, we like to give you the opportunity to sort of tell people where sure. to find you, what you got going on, talk about Fresh Life, talk about your book. It's awesome. Yours. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Um, yeah, the biggest thing right now is we're just moving towards the release of I Declare War, Four Keys to Winning the Battle with Yourself. And um, I came to a breaking point where I realized, you know, all the external critics, opponents, all that is fine. But my actual biggest problem is me. Right. Yeah. And uh, just realizing um, if I could get out of my own way, then there's no telling what God could do through me. But, but I'm holding myself back. God literally spoke that to me. You're holding yourself back. And so I just got sick of, sick of it to the point where I literally had this moment of like, you know, I declare war. Like I choose to, mm. I'm, I'm not going to hold myself back. I'm going to let God move me forward and so i want to help people in in that way so awesome and it comes out october october 30th, 30th. but it's available for pre-order right now nice. yeah amazon you're like you're i think it's barnes and noble barnes amazon and books a million okay. they once you mention one or two the other ones get mad right. so yeah. i usually just so be like wherever books are, books are sold so the internet yeah like but between you me and like the uh, yeah the you know people it's it's really amazon that is like so successful right that the other publishers are the ones that will get frustrated. And Amazon's never like, oh, you mentioned Barnes Noble, right. not me. Yeah. Because they just know most yeah. people are just going to yeah. Google it. So buy it on Barnes Noble or Books right. Yeah. Okay. And prove and, everybody uh, wrong. And where can people listen to your sermons and hear your messages and stuff like so that? So the easiest place is uh, YouTube, uh, but freshlife.church as yeah. well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Podcast. That's, right. that's how I do it. Come on. So whenever you get a shout out on the podcast, I'm like, that's me. I need to do that more often. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, TJ. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. Appreciate well, we appreciate it. you being here. And, and guys, make sure that you check out Levi and follow him at Levi Lesko. And we'll see you next time. See you. Awesome. Very cool.